Welcome to The Randy Report. I'm Randy Slavacek, your host. I'm also the writer and editor of TheRandyReport.com, where you can find me every single day on the internet reporting on the daily news cycle in terms of politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. In this week's headlines, the Supreme Court has agreed to review whether a Colorado baker can refuse to bake a same-sex wedding cake. The Department of Defense hits delay on allowing transgender recruits to join the U.S. military. The Texas Supreme Court gets it wrong on same-sex married couples' rights and privileges. And HGTV has their first show hosted by a married gay couple. All that and more on this episode of The Randy Report. Welcome to the show, folks. Thanks for listening. First up this week, the Supreme Court decided on the second anniversary of the Obergefell ruling, which made marriage equality the law of the land, that it will review and rule whether a Colorado baker can deny selling a wedding cake for a same-sex marriage. The case, as we all know by now, is Masterpiece Cake Shop versus Colorado Civil Rights Commission, in which a baker named Jack Phillips told a same-sex couple, David Mullins and Charlie Craig, that he would sell them brownies, but not a cake for their wedding. Phillips says that he's an artist and that the First Amendment protects his business from having to bake a cake for a wedding that he opposes. It's important to note that Colorado's anti-discrimination law specifically states that businesses open to the public may not deny service to customers based on their race, religion, sex, or sexual orientation. LGBT rights supporters say that his refusal amounts to discrimination against same-sex couples, and the Colorado Civil Rights Commission agreed, which is what sent the case all the way to the Supreme Court. A ruling could have far-reaching effects on the different ways LGBT opponents are trying to undermine marriage equality by claiming religious exemptions. Bakers, florists, photographers, and more have all claimed their religious beliefs give them the right to deny service. The High Court will hear the case in October. In related Supreme Court news, the High Court ruled this week that an Arkansas law intended to stop birth certificates from listing the names of both parents in a same-sex couple was unconstitutional and summarily struck down. The justices wrote, quote, The Arkansas Supreme Court's decision, we conclude, denied married same-sex couples access to the constellation of benefits that the state has linked to marriage. As already explained, when a married woman in Arkansas conceives a child by means of artificial insemination, the state will, indeed must, list the name of her male spouse on the child's birth certificate. And yet state law, as interpreted by the court below, allows Arkansas officials in those very same circumstances to omit a married woman's female spouse, from her child's birth certificate. As a result, same-sex parents in Arkansas lack the same right as opposite-sex parents to be listed on a child's birth certificate, a document often used for important transactions like making medical decisions for a child or enrolling a child in school. And there you have it, kids. That's the answer from the Supreme Court. Take that, Arkansas. 
from the U.S. Supreme Court to the Texas Supreme Court, where a unanimous panel of judges concluded this past Friday that there is no established right to government-provided spousal benefits in same-sex marriages. Big surprise to all of us. According to the Lone Star State's High Court, the 2015 U.S. Supreme Court ruling that established the right to same-sex marriage did not decide all marriage-related matters, leaving room for state courts to explore the decision's reach and ramifications. Now, I'll note that there are nine Republicans and zero Democrats on the Texas Supreme Court. Keep that in your hat, kids. Now, to be clear, there is no ambiguity regarding the SCOTUS ruling on marriage equality. Married same-sex couples are due the exact rights, privileges, and benefits as opposite-sex married couples. The Obergefell ruling clearly says the Constitution, quote, entitles same-sex couples to civil marriage on the same terms and conditions as opposite-sex couples. One more time, entitles same-sex couples to civil marriage on the same terms and conditions as opposite-sex couples. Yeah, Texas, you got this one wrong. I know you're not big into the gay thing, but you're wrong on this one, and we will be seeing you in court. If you enjoy watching adult video entertainment on the internet, don't even try it in China. This week, the Chinese government released a new regulation banning any display of, quote, abnormal sexual behaviors, including homosexuality, in online video and audio content. Under the new rules, content will be edited or even banned if it promotes, quote, luxurious lifestyles, end quote, shows violent and criminal processes in detail, demonstrates, quote, obscenity, including masturbation, or displays abnormal sexual behavior, such as homosexuality. Now, this is probably where I should note that the gay dating app Grindr is wholly owned by a Chinese company. Hmm. Reuters is reporting that Defense Secretary Jim Mattis has approved a six-month delay in allowing transgender recruits to join the U.S. Armed Forces. According to a statement from the Pentagon, Mattis agreed to a recommendation to defer transgender applicants until January 1st, 2018. This delay request came from the Army and Marine Corps chiefs. The Navy is reportedly ready to accept transgender recruits. As you may know, the Pentagon ended its ban on openly transgender people serving in the U.S. military in 2016 under the Barack Obama administration. It was expected to start allowing transgender people to begin enlisting this year provided they had been, quote, stable in their preferred gender for 18 months. Last year, then-Defense Secretary Ash Carter cited a study by the RAND Corporation saying there were 2,500 transgender active duty service members and 1,500 reserve transgender service members. I should note that transgender troops have been serving openly for the past year and have been widely praised by their commanders with no problems. While I'm on federal LGBT news, I'll mention that as June came and went, President Donald Trump did not once acknowledge the struggles and achievements of the LGBT community for Pride Month. After Trump's campaign promises of being better for the gays than Hillary, he allows Pride Month to come and go without a word. Maybe the only surprise is that this being only a year after the Pulse nightclub shooting in Orlando that left 49 of us dead, the nation's worst mass shooting, perhaps we expected something?
But then the fact is, while Hillary Clinton visited the site of the massacre during the campaign and quietly laid flowers, Trump never visited the site. Orlando, yes. But it was to attend an anti-LGBT conference across town from Pulse nightclub. In the end, it's probably all for the best. As Neil Broverman wrote for The Advocate, thank you, President Trump, for not embarrassing us by pretending to care about our lives or anyone other than yourself. It would have just been one more lie. Housing aggregator Nestpick has commissioned surveys and boiled down the data to determine the top 100 cities in the world for LGBTs. For a city to rank strongly as an LGBT destination, they considered whether there was a vibrant gay dating scene, a lively alternative nightlife, open-minded citizens, and low levels of hate crime. They also took into account the national laws affecting LGBTs, such as the right to get married or adopt children. Once the data pointed to the top 100, polling was done with LGBTs in each of those cities, with at least 2,500 people taking part in each poll. Overall, at least 200,000 LGBTs offered their thoughts. So let's count down the top 10. Let me know if there are any surprises here. Number 10, San Francisco. Number 9, New York City. Number eight, Barcelona. Number seven, Brighton. Number six, Berlin. Number five, London. Number four, Tel Aviv. Number three, Toronto. Number two, Amsterdam. And the top city on the planet for LGBTs is, drumroll please, Madrid. It's no wonder that World Pride 2017 chose Madrid for the huge Pride festivities going on right now. On the second anniversary of the U.S. Supreme Court decision in favor of marriage equality, Representative Susan Del Bean of Washington took to the floor of the House of Representatives to call for the institution of an LGBT Equality Day honoring the occasion, and I wholeheartedly support the effort. Del Bean recognized Monday, June 26th, as LGBT Equality Day on the basis of historic decisions from the Supreme Court on that date, not only on marriage equality, but other LGBT issues. And it is the perfect date. I can think of three exceptional events that have occurred on June 26 for LGBTs. First, June 26, 2015, the Supreme Court struck down state bans on same-sex marriage in the Obergefell ruling. I should mention that a recent poll from Pew Research shows support for same-sex marriage today is, has now reached an all-time high of 62%. On June 26, 2013, the Supreme Court in two separate decisions ruled against the Anti-Gay Defense of Marriage Act and restored marriage equality to California after passage of Prop 8. And 10 years earlier, on June 26, 2003, the Supreme Court struck down state bans on same-sex relations in the Lawrence v. Texas decision. Senator Tammy Baldwin of Wisconsin, the only out lesbian in Congress, has also called for similar legislation in the Senate as well. Clearly, June 26th is our day and the perfect day to have an LGBT Equality Day. Fingers crossed that someday this happens. Now you know, gays and lesbians alike love to renovate, remodel, and redecorate all the time. So here's some good news. HGTV recently aired the pilot episode of Down to the Studs. I love the title. 
<laughs> hosted by adorable married couple PJ and Thomas McKay, who have previously referred to themselves as property lovers. The house-flipping couple, based in Chattanooga, Tennessee, team up with Thomas's sister, Sydney, and PJ's friend, Tanya, to renovate and restore homes to new glory. Thomas and PJ are the first gay couple to host a show on HGTV, and along with solid common sense home renovation skills, it looks like they'll be offering viewers healthy, everyday visibility for LGBTs. The pilot episode aired last week as a test run, and PJ and Thomas reached out to their Instagram followers to show their support to the fledgling series by sharing the hashtag HGTV down to the studs. No word if the series will be picked up, but PJ and Thomas have shared that HGTV will be airing the pilot again later this summer. Stay tuned. If you read the Randy Report online, and why wouldn't you? You probably know I have a short attention span, and so I love LGBT short films and web series. With that in mind, I want to encourage you to stop by therandyreport.com for just a few minutes and watch the captivating seven-minute short film, No Place Like Home, by David Veldike. The official synopsis reads thusly, No Place Like Home is the story of Nico, a guy who enjoys his life and his sexuality at its full potential. Suddenly, he has to go back home to his country in Eastern Europe to take care of his ill mother. But nothing is what it seems, and soon he realizes what is really going on. It's a breathtaking road trip about the discrimination and violence against the LGTBIQ community around the world. I found the film compelling, creative, told in an interesting way, and it didn't take you where you thought it was going to go. I really recommend you take a look at this. It's posted on my blog, therandyreport.com. And that brings me to the end of this episode of The Randy Report. If you enjoyed the podcast, make sure you click the subscribe button on my page on iTunes. And then every time I upload a new episode, it'll be sent straight to you automatically. And remember, you can find me every single day on the internet at therandyreport.com, where I report on the daily news cycle regarding politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. Thanks for listening, folks. See you next time. 